This week's episode of Mind Theater is a video essay. For the full experience of the show, click the first link in the show notes. Thanks. The thing that charms the most in Bong Joon-ho's work is his unmistakable rhythm. A rhythm that is so unmistakable, it borders on sentient. I know it's cliche to call inanimate things in movies characters, but the rhythm in Bong's work is one filled with as much life and purpose as his characters, who can't help but find themselves in the midst of its sprawl. Parasite is the obvious example in his already prolific filmography. The clockwork nature of the main setup of the film, the surgical, mechanical process of how the son, daughter, and father funnel themselves into working for the parks, one after the other, the belt of faith, as it were, culminating in the sweeping peach montage, one that Oscars are made for. If four minutes of runtime in a film could ever be considered career-defining, this would be it for Bong. That scene, of course, encompasses everything that makes Parasite and Bong's direction so great. The timing and editing, the score, it all works like magic. And just like when mystified by the greatest magicians, we know the trickery, or editing in this case, is just that, trickery. Yet we're still spellbound by the experience all the same, allowing Bong as the conductor of the symphony to lead us through his transitive tapestry. Muddled metaphors aside, great kings rarely rule alone, and great directors rarely see their visions come to fruition through solely the strength of their own talents. And so we know Bong's process is one both heavily meditative and heavily collaborative, from the relationship he builds with his actors to the integral communion that he has with his editors, one that is deep and methodical with an exactingness on the front of both the audio and the visuals. From working with Kim Sun Min on his gruesome crime thriller Memories of Murder, to Steve Cho and Kim Chang Ju on the post-apocalyptic Snowpiercer, the greatest of his collaborations with Yang Jin Mo on Parasite represents the very best of his work, the very best of the thriller genre, showcasing what happens when a director's mind's eye is grafted one-to-one onto the silver screen, and the painstaking process it takes to achieve that. Explaining Bong Joon-ho's process in an interview with Variety, Yang notes Bong's meticulous method of storyboarding, planning out entire sequences from minute camera movements to the staging and positioning of actors in these fully bound and detailed manga-like books, which Bong has noted serve as a kind of organizational comfort. It makes me less anxious. Without a storyboard on set in the morning, it's like those nightmares where you're in the middle of Manhattan just wearing your underwear. If you have a storyboard, it feels like you're walking outside in clean, comfortable clothes. Aside from this personal comfort they give Bong, the effect is that Bong's films live two lives. One as these scrawled, dense mangas, and another as the fully realized film. We also know from his storyboards that not a lot of fat gets cut in the translation process from 2D to filming. In fact, not a lot of fat is ever present during any stage of Bong's capturing and directorial process. Unlike other auteurs, say Stanley Kubrick for example, who is known for shooting many long, arduous takes over and over and over again, Bong is pretty particular on shoot days, only shooting what is exactly and precisely necessary. In effect, Bong edits and self-corrects a lot before the footage ever reaches the editing bay. 
intent on preserving the internal rhythm and mechanized analog process detailed in his books, motivated by pacing that already begins to take form in the movie's earliest stages. Rhythm and pacing and timing has always been an underrated variable to me when it comes to films. It's the very thing that can make three-hour movies go by really fast or make 90-minute movies feel like an arduous task to complete. Bong's rhythm augments our sense of time, and as a proponent of the thriller genre, Bong understands the importance of good pacing and how it changes our relationships to the characters and their world. In movies that ruminate, you can feel the long, winding road, the space between action and consequence that is filled with a lot of possibility, uncertainty, and chance. In movies slow and methodical in their structure, control is somewhat lost in a way, often given to outside forces or even the divine. We're removed even by just a degree from our characters' own self-agency, their ability to affect their environment and each other. In a movie as exacting and thrilling as Bong's, that almost divine aspect just doesn't seem as realistic. In movies like Bong's, we're made privy to the power that people have to do both great good and great evil, the ability to be architects of their own fate, in an incredibly direct way. We see this quite plainly in Parasite, how quickly action begets action. The moment the son has become the park's tutor, he's already plotted his sister's entrance. The moment the sister sees an opportunity, she plants the seeds that allow her father to come into the fray. The moment the parks leave for their camping trip, we immediately cut to the Kim's total infiltration, living inside the house like they've been there for years. And with that quickness, we also feel the weight more when tragedy inevitably strikes born out of the direct actions of the characters as the editing dictates, and not some otherworldly force. I think this speaks to the larger impact and connection between cinematic time and the temporality of film. In Stop the Clock's Time and Narrative in Cinema by author Helen Powell, she argues that analog time is linear and is underpinned with a sense of rationality, of cause and effect, like I mentioned before. And it's this appeal to analog, mechanical, ticking, ticking time that serves as both the narrative vehicle through which action is delivered, as well as the vehicle through which meaning in Bong's work is derived. The very best movies can be conceptualized as vehicles that transport us through emotions. It can be slow and methodical, or, as it often is in thrillers, breakneck fast. The flurry of emotions we feel in Bong's films from suspense to anger to comedic in the hands of another would be enough to make us feel whiplash. Like the very best impressionist painters, Bong understands that there's a singular, unique kind of power in being economical with the brushstrokes. And the many works of Bong leave quite the impression on moviegoers of all kind. Bong's temporal lens is one that gives his characters great power to do good or evil, which makes the tragic, bittersweet, melancholy fates his characters often meet all the more tragic, their lives undone by their own making, or by his making, rather. A fact that can't help but make for the most thrilling cinema imaginable. Mind Theater is a solo effort producer written by me, Awaking Bade. For updates on the show as well as my other content, follow Mind Theater Pod on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. If you want to show monetary support, 
The Ko-fi link is in the show notes. Thanks for listening. I'll catch you next time. If you love her so much, I told her I'd come back, and I never went back. And now I just—I gotta get back to her. Why don't you go back? I don't know. Why don't you go? I don't back? know. Close your eyes.